Ayo, and here we go with another episode of We Talk Music on the Air and In Your Ear. I am Martin, and I got with me the king of the casters, Mr. Brett Podcast. And Brett, we literally have a man who is one of the best to ever do it joining us today. That is very true. Uh, when it comes to guitarists, I mean, there's very few people on the planet who play like, like nobody plays like this man, and, and very few people can. And uh, he has just been such a big influence on us and just inspired us in so many ways. We have George Lynch on the show. George, how are you? I'm good. I'm just a little depressed that I didn't uh, make, uh, uh, I've only made number 251 top guitar player in the Rolling Stone guitar player poll this year. And there's. <laughs> I was actually wondering if any of that mattered to you. Well, no, no, no. No, I mean, I was number 251, but the poll was the top 250 guitar player. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, that's the joke. I see. So I know you placed them um, number 51 on uh, Rolling Stone's top 100, number 10 on. Well, you know, and, uh, you know, that's you know. great because then when I go to pay my rent, you know, I go to my landlord and I show them that. And, and uh, they listen, I, I got this coming in. You know, I made the top 50. So, you know, things are good. You know, that's it reminds right. me of. T- there's this time I, I, I was working on a record for Electra Records and Bob Krasnow, who was the chairman of the board, flew from you know New York in his private jet, drove up in his Mercedes, came into the mixing room, sat down with the producer, listened to the, the mix, said, you guys are you know going to be huge, whatever, you know, what these guys, you know, these moguls, how they talk, whatever. And he's just like, and he goes, he goes, you. he goes, he, he takes me, he goes, look at my, I was looking at his Mercedes. He goes, you like that car? I go, yeah. He goes. If you go gold, I'll buy you one of these. So <laughs> I went to a Mercedes dealer and told him that. Yeah, it was like uh, it was a literally uh, uh, the, what's the movie uh, where he has tries to he can't pay for his demo tape, but he tries to go uh, get the record, uh, get the demo tape without paying for it. And uh Anyways, yeah, I was sitting there in the showroom trying to explain to the salesman that the uh, chairman of the board of Electric Records is going to, you know, buy the Mercedes. I just had to pick it up as soon as the record goes gold, and I played him a song. <laughs> I mean, that's my sense of humor. I thought it was funny. But he didn't get the joke. We thought he was going to get the commission. Yeah, that's right. Now, do you still have the Mercedes? I never got the Mercedes. Oh. No, it didn't go gold. I mean, it eventually did, but, you know, Bob Krausen was dead by the time it went gold. It took, like, 12 years for it to go gold. <laughs> I tried phoning his estate, but, uh, you know, they didn't want to. Like, Who is this? Was, I, was <laughs> I not in the will? I feel like I Yeah, Bob Krasnow promised me a Mercedes. What's your name again? George Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 12 years later. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes shows up at your door, like, gift wrap. <laughs> Yeah, twelve-year-old Mercedes with you know, <laughs> right, four bald tires and rag for a gap cap, busted <laughs> windshield. Well, that yeah. would be a that would be certainly an amazing gift, but <laughs> oh no, I take yeah, I take it. Well, it's like winning a it's like winning a car and a car and a game show. I mean, really, after you end up paying ta- the taxes on it, it's not worth it because <laughs> uh, you have to dec- claim or declare the retail value of the vehicle and add it to your income, which puts you in a different tax bracket and you pay so much tax that um, I knew somebody that happened to where they just, they, they refused the, the, the vehicle because it, wow. it ended up being too expensive. 
Yeah, we we don't pay those kind of things in Canada uh, on game show wins, but at the same time, that's why the game shows in Canada have like grand prizes of like five hundred dollars. So. Yeah, toaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you know what? That's because Canada is a saner country than other countries. You know, they don't have like million dollar prizes. They have kind of sane prizes that are more realistic. You know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think you can basically that's a that's a good metric to judge a country's uh, kind of, you know, worthiness or how well they're managed by their their, 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 their awards they get up or their game shows. (laughs) What's the uh, yeah, what's the quality like on that game show? Okay, well, that that's that sounds like a Canadian. (laughs) Like, I think if if the game shows in Bhutan. Get like a pair of chopsticks or something. I mean, that's the healthiest country in the world. <laughs> well, you know, useful still, better than nothing. Right? Oh, yeah, much more useful than a you know whatever you'd win on the Prices Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the car that you can't afford to drive. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, anyways. Yeah, I think. Hey, I'm glad we're not talking about. We're not talking about way Lynch off topic <laughs> on the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the more off topic, the better for me. I, I tell you, this last interview I just did, I'm not going to name any names, but it was like painfully pulling teeth without, uh, you know, anesthetic. It was just, I mean, every fucking generic. And even after I told him at the beginning of the interview, I go, hey, you know, and we were just having small talk. And I go, hey, you know, the, the thing I hate the most, you know, I, I, you know, is when you get these interviews and they just ask you, you know, Oh, are you and Don still fighting? Or where do you get your ideas from? And uh, you know, I was like, "What the fucking, uh, you know? How'd you meet the singer? I said, Jesus Christ, you know? Uh, how'd you put this album together? It's so great." I was just like, "God damn, dude, shoot me now!" So, <laughs> and then, then, but this one was even worse because I could tell that he was living in his mother's basement, but he was like forty-eight, <laughs> you know, and he had his dirty boxers hanging up behind him on clothesline <laughs> and you know it's porn laying around and it was just ugh, a bong god damn dude and uh uh and 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 the other thing that he did he did and this sometimes happens to me is listen i don't want to sit here and talk about myself all day long either you know but he would never ask a question they were statements about how great I was or great my album was back 35 years ago or something. And I'm saying, is there a question in there? And I remember the time I saw you in Miami at the Monsters of Rock Tour in 1988. I'm like, okay, is that a question? <laughs> you were so great. Okay. And I really love this album. You know, that album is so great because you guys really put a great band together and then you made this great album and it's such a great album. And, it's really important album, and I have I have a lot of memories of my life related to that album, and and uh, and uh, you know how'd you make that album? I was like, what? but you know, he didn't talk about game shows at all. <laughs> obviously, an epic fail. I mean, <laughs> first thing you're supposed to bring up, hello. Yeah, that's Jesus that's Christ. so. So then, what was your favorite game show growing up? Favorite game show? What does that got to do with Lynch Mob? I, I don't know. I mean, oh my that's God, the you're point. the worst. I thought that guy was the worst interviewer. You're the worst interviewer. <laughs> oh my God. What a question. 
no, for the game show, um, uh, really wasn't a game show guy. You know what show I liked? I liked the Joker's Wild. Oh, yeah. You know, you know why? I, you know why I liked it? Because it was uh, very controversial. Because uh, they got caught cheating. I don't know if you remember that for oh. years. Yeah, there was this whole scam where the winners would be in on the answers and the, the host was in on it. And there was all these kickbacks going on with the uh, with the sponsors and everything. The whole thing was just so dirty and it went on for a long, long time. And the network was involved too. It's pretty cool. That made I it much more interesting. I, I bet they got promised Mercedes too. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a rag for a gas cap and fucking busted <laughs> windshield. I remember the guy who I remember that one press press your luck. Remember that mm-hmm. one? The whammies. And some guy figured out how to break the board and made like this insane amount of money. And there was a big scandal on that. But I don't remember the Joker's Wild. Mm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, we should start a game show where it's all just corrupt and cheating and everybody knows the answers. It's all payo and inside shit. You, 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 you and I should do that. That'd be cool. Okay. I, I'm totally we'll work in Canada because people are too nice and uncorrupt and intelligent. But I mean, it could work in other places like the United States. We'll, we'll, we'll come down. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll take we'll take their money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if there's if there's a balance, I mean, it's good. Those dumb fuckers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Those are my fans. Sounds like you had a lot of uh, you've had a lot of good experiences with Canada. It sounds like though. Well, you know, human beings are human beings, I guess, and there's going to be good and bad everywhere, you know. But uh, just generally speaking, I think uh, uh, have much more sane policies where you live than we do generally here. Um, unfortunately, unfortunate for us. Um, you know, every once in a while, I'd say maybe every five to seven days, including last night, I think about the possibility of moving my family up there. Wow. Especially if Donald Trump gets back in, I'm just <laughs> like, or these authoritarian bastards, you know, they succeed with their plan to, you know, create fascism in America. I'll probably be heading out over there. Uh, you know, I, I always think to myself, like, it, it affects us so much in Canada because we're so close by, so tied in. With the states, I feel like we should have like at least every person should have a half vote, maybe not a full vote, but at least a half vote and try and keep Donald Trump out because, you know, like it does affect our economy. It does affect our like different things, too. Right. And it's just uh, I just hope, you know, same choices get made. I think that I think that's a great idea. And I think the chances of that happening are probably less than 50 percent. (laughs) <laughs> considerably that, that like high negative, wow. negative late negative 100 yes uh, that, that seems a little more likely absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it shouldn't happen damn it yeah yeah but you know i mean you guys have an army and shit right oh not much no yeah i got those royal what do you call them the mounted uh mounties. rcmp Police. yep yep yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Canada stripped out. They've we stripped out a lot of the uh, budget for the military. So, so it's kind of you. You talk about the Mercedes with the like rag and the gas cap. I mean, it's kind of like the <laughs> tank would have the rag and the gas cap here. <laughs> yeah, you guys have tanks. Oh, that's cool. 
maybe. I, I mean, I, I've, I've seen them. I mean, I mean, they're they're old and decommissioned, but 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 yes, I mean, okay. have tanks here. Like a, like a shopping cart with freaking uh, a guy in it with a freaking BB gun. <laughs> Another guy. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian Funny because it's true. Yes. <laughs> well, you should be proud of that fact. That's beautiful. I mean, you know, how about uh, what's uh, Costa Rica? Hasn't had an army since 1948. They're right. doing all right. Yeah. So Canada could then invade Costa Rica if we could get there. There's <laughs> somebody's ass we can kick. I like it. Yeah, you guys are just empire builders. That's all <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I, when I think of empire, I think Canada first for sure. <laughs> you just have that 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 nice facade that you know underneath. You have these evil aspirations to rule the fucking universe. <laughs> We're playing the long game up here. We're playing the long game. That's all. Yeah, yeah. and you treat your you treat your indigenous people slightly better than than uh, than, than we do. Slightly better, North, but it could still be Northwest still could be better. Yeah, yeah, it still could be. That's still a uh, it's still a difficult topic. They're they're trying over the last few years. There's been a real effort, and I'd say in the last yeah. five years. But it's it's been uh, you know, it's it's you have to change everybody's mindset, and that doesn't you can't do that within one generation. It takes generations change people's mindsets, right? So it's yeah. it's been a work in progress. Uh, yeah, well, it's like uh, you know, ratcheting down uh, the the sense of greed and fear in humanity is pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a, the primary thing that we that that drives us to do what we do, <laughs> you know, because it's a survival thing. Yeah. So, um, no. When when we talk about that, uh, like, do you know who Buffy Saint Marie is? I'm aware of who she is. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I'm super familiar with her material or anything like that or career, but she, I know she's indigenous and you know female folk singer from the '60s. Mm -hmm. uh, well, and the, and that's the interesting thing is because because our news up here actually just did a report where where they kind of this you know it disclaimed her her indigenous heritage as you know and and put her with white parents that born in the u.s to white parents and now so there, there's kind of a big uproar and and it's and it's especially difficult for the indigenous communities who have supported her for a long time whether she is or isn't in that regard oh so she's your elizabeth warren <laughs> yeah yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who obviously is indigenous but whatever <laughs> Yes. White woman from Boston. Jesus. <laughs> Look, I don't care if you're indigenous or not. If you have a good heart and you do the right thing and support the right policies, uh, and you're empathetic and 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 you know, I I mean, <laughs> that's all that matters. You know, I, I don't care. You know, if you have a lucky birth or not. You know, it just that's kind of pointless. You know, I I was talking um, recently to Ted Dugent, and I'm not trying to drop a name, but. He interests me because uh, uh, he is involved with Native communities, and in some ways, he's connected. He wrote the song "The Great White Buffalo." He plays a lot of Indian casinos. He has that regalia, the Native American regalia, which is maybe disrespectful. I don't know. Doesn't do that so much anymore. But anyway, so there's all this going on, and I did a film called uh, a documentary called uh, um, uh, "Shadow Nation," which is uh, a film that. Um, uh, 
address native issues and uh, we traveled through native reservations and, and talked about the issues and played music. And Ted Nugent was involved in the film. And uh, uh, so I've been talking to him recently and um, and I figured that this is a challenge for me personally because what he represents politically is abhorrent to me. And I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm, you know, I'm way left of Bernie Sanders. You know, I'm very, very, very progressive uh, in my politics. And, uh, and he's, of course, the, the opposite. He's a Trump lover. lover. And, uh, but yet we both have this affinity for the native kind of, you know, situation, you know, or whatever. And, um, uh, so I've made it like a, a thing for me to try to be a bigger person, to find a way to coexist and even work with him. And so we've been talking about doing something together, which I think is somehow the right thing to do. I don't, not sure how I'm going to do it, but, but no, I spent time right with him and it's, and it's very frustrating. And it's frustrating for him to listen to me. And, and so we almost have to avoid some topics because it's just, we're just not going to get around it. But I learned this from somebody very much smarter than me, uh, who I, 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 I uh, respect very much. And that's Tom Morello, mm, who, right. who was very close with Ted Nugent as well. And when he told me that I was surprised and I go, how does that work? And he was just very, uh, and then he didn't have much of an explanation. He goes, cause I love Ted. I goes, I love his music. And he's kind of separates the music thing from the message that Ted presently, you know, conveys and supports. And I go, man, that takes a bigger man than me to be able to do that. And he goes, and, but he, he, he does it without any pain. It's just crazy. So I look up to Tom so much. So I like, I want to be like, that. I need to learn that lesson. So I'm trying to do the same thing. And we may work on something together. I'm not sure. We've not really supposed to talk too much about it right yet. Cause it's just in the, uh, you know, just initial stages of discussion, but. It is that is the only way forward, though. I mean, because otherwise, it's just going to go for the divide will just go further, and and mm -hmm. at the end, you you know, you, you can't build. You have to have a foundation of something to build mm -hmm. off of. So, um, yeah. I I will hope you guys can uh, can come together and do that. Um, we promised we'd only keep you about twenty minutes, and it's twenty minutes in. Just too bad because it just flew by, and, and it's fascinating talking to you. But uh, so, uh, and I'm so glad that uh, Lynch Mob. <laughs> yeah, Lynch. Uh, fuck Lynch Mob. And your other music. <laughs> we're doing. We're doing our we've, we've got a record out, uh, uh, Babylon, uh, um, uh, featuring a, a fantastic singer who's been in the band now for a couple, three years. The band's really. Uh, 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 decided that that we love this band so much we're going to kill it we're going to end the band in march of 2025 before the band falls apart like it always does with this revolving door that has become lynch mob over the past 35 years we're gonna uh decide to purposely limit the life of this band and uh that'll be our sunset tour will be uh next year 2024 into early 25 and that's it and uh and i feel good about that and that way the band will stay intact there'll be no re ro you know revolving rotating members uh and we'll go out with a bang rather than a whimper on our own uh 
you know, on our own conditions, you know, rather than having something imposed on us. And, and I think they'll make a nice bookend for the story, the nice final chapter in the story of Lynch Mob for whoever cares about it, you know, from 1989 to 2025. Um, and with a good record and with a great band, we'll go out and do some killer shows and, uh, and hang it up in a positive way. Well, that sounds, yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. And it sounds exactly like you <laughs> love it. Yeah. So, and then, sure. then I can go play with uh, Ted Dugent and we yeah. can uh, go save the Indians in Canada. <laughs> I mean, you get, you got, <laughs> you'll have time on your hands. You can build more guitars. You can play with Ted Nugent. You can play with Michael Sweet. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah, but then we got to do that game show thing, and that takes a lot of work. Dude. Oh, I know, I know, but surprises. you know, you know, I mean, we'll we'll handle the logistics. We'll do, we, you can just show up every now and then. That's a Canadian yeah. game show. We're giving out prop boxes of craft dinner. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, Everybody gets show. a Lynch Mob Babylon CD. <laughs> the audience, we <laughs> will sell records in Canada. <laughs> Get them away. What's gold in Canada is like seventy five records though. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's. <laughs> see, see, of course, of course, you know, you'd get a Pinto here instead of the Mercedes, but whatever. Oh, yeah, all right. They they don't have Pintos right. anymore, but no, <laughs> no, no. Well, thank you, sir. We we really enjoy talking to you. It's uh, yeah, it's absolute pleasure, man. You're you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. All right, you guys. Well, I hope to see you up there, uh, tour or something, or do another interview in the in the future. And maybe we'll actually talk about music. That'd be cool. Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we can we do can that. Try. But, Sorry mean, about that. Oh, it's all good. Hey, we'll talk about whatever you want to. That's what we're here for. That's fantastic. I love that. You need to give that last interview some fucking interview lessons. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Happy to do that, too. <laughs> at least, at least hey, we've, been doing this, we've been doing this 12 years. We know what we're doing at this point. It's not. Uh... Yeah, I noticed that because you don't have your laundry dry, uh, hanging up behind <laughs> you. Though, right That's there. right. <laughs> with your mom yelling at you from upstairs <laughs> <laughs> all right guys it was great talking right. to you thanks, thanks so much. george all right thanks. we'll see you all soon right. okay. talk soon bye. bye now